Welcome to Modus Cafe. Join us for fun, lighthearted, and educational conversations around training, athletic longevity, and the human side of climbing with your hosts, Mercedes Pollmeyer and Katya Dev. We are excited you are here. And Mercedes is wicked excited. How excited are you, Mercedes? I am so excited. I know. I, I am really excited about our podcast. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. So am I. So people, you know, who are watching the video could tell Mercedes is pretty excited. So <laughs> today we're back with an episode about training. And it's a question we get a lot, which is, when do uh, when should I start training? And the first thing I want to say is we don't like thinking about it that way. We like um, reframing that question. So instead of asking, when should I start training? We like to reframe it to when is an optimal time to start training? And the reason for that is because we don't think about it in terms of permission from the outside that someone gives you or like you being ready as if you're not ready enough or not good enough to train. So we really like to reframe that. So we like to ask when is an optimal time to start training? What do you think, Mercedes? Share your thoughts. <laughs> well, it's really anytime you're ready to improve. And the podcast is over. All right, that's it. That's it. Anytime <laughs> that's you're ready it. to improve, that's the yep. optimal time to that start training. The optimal time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, no, but for real, like, let's maybe define training a little bit. And I think a lot of people believe that if you are training, that you must be ready to commit your whole life uh, to doing this activity. Um, and that's just not true. You know, I think training, you can train at many different levels. Um, and, you know, like, I do wonder how much of this definition of training kind of comes from the fitness world, where yeah, you know, like, this is what you do on Mondays, this is what you do on Tuesdays. Uh, and there's a reason for that, you know, like, you, if you're committed to something, you want to see results. And the only way to really do that is to have structure. But it doesn't have to be super rigid. And, uh, you know, I think you can think of training in a dip, like a couple different ways. And really, it's like, it's kind of a catch all word I think for us when we're using the word training like okay you're just ready to put some structure into what you're doing and that I think might be more what we're trying to get at is structure and when you have structure you are prioritizing your low-hanging fruit so like for most climbers at least the ones that we work with uh you know we work with intermediate and advanced climbers a lot of the time, the the low hanging fruit is technique. Like we can we can start working on that, and so we prioritize that in the programs. And even when we create these programs, they're fairly flexible. So if you're thinking about, hey, I really want to improve, just think about having a little bit more structure to your week or even your month, and then take it down to a micro level of like, okay, I'm going to have some structure to my session. So you can kind of like think of it in like these, um, uh, I guess, like small scope versus big scope structure. Um, and so like, you know, you can kind of think of it as session structure where you work on skill, 
maybe a little bit of energy system work, and then you cool down and do some stretching. So now you've worked on three things in one session. Uh, so that's that's really, I think, for me, like what training is all about. It's just giving yourself a road to follow. And that road is going to like weave and turn. Uh, but you're going to like do your best to kind of like stick to your priorities. Yeah, totally. And it's a good reminder for people to know that training doesn't have to be super hardcore. I think it's, you know, partially an image in the climbing industry still that people who train, you know, the videos we see are the people who do, you know, one arm pull-ups. <laughs> These are people who do, you know, um, you know, they hang a lot of weight of their body on the hangboard, you know, people who do a lot of things and um, people uh, training doesn't have to be a hardcore like that mm -hmm. for a lot of people, you know, training is really or should be adapted to where you are at to see the best improvement for yourself. Oh, man, and good training. Yeah, actually, can I? Yeah, I really like that you brought that up like the this image, like what is the image of mm -hmm. someone who trains and it's probably a dude, a white guy who has no shirt on, who is hanging a hundred pounds off of his hips and doing like a 10 mil edge hang. And really there's only a very small percentage of people uh, that really should be doing that. And then most of us just need the very like chill version. And, you know, like actually my hope is that we can actually change the image of what training is like we we all can fit into this image of training um and really it's like oh yeah i'm just focusing on what i'm doing now i'm putting some intention on what i'm doing now <clears throat> exactly and that's why i think training should really be a personal journey it's mm -hmm. really just about self-improvement so anybody who feels like they want to improve in their climbing or just in their general strength, even, you know, as, as soon as they're ready to commit to some structure, as you said, I think sort of that's the importance for training that we should be able to put some structure to, you know, our sessions, that's kind of the definition of training, um, then you're ready to train. And that's actually one of the things that we love that I love about our membership, because our members, they come in all different, you know, forms and shapes and ages and intentions and how they want to train is very different. And we kind of just let people, you know, be on their own journey when they train and they see tremendous improvement with that. I mean, of course, we're here for guidance, you know, to help, you know, set up the training plans and do that just as you said, to put some structure in and really like meet people where they're at in terms of their training. Mm -hmm. And, you know, good training plans do include skill work. As you said, it's really interesting. Um, of course, we help people get stronger, but most people don't actually climb to their strength. And this, you know, is something that can also be considered when training. Like, what are the aspects you're working on for training? It doesn't always have to be strength work. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be skill either. It could even be just mindset. Like, how do I actually use the strength and the skill that I currently have? to perform on the wall like I want to. That's part of training too. It's mental, yeah. you know, training. And another thing, um, when we think about training early on, because we also train a lot of people who are really new-ish to climbers, you know, intermediate climbers who maybe, you know, haven't climbed a ton. But one of the things that we like to help people with early on is avoiding bad habits. 
So when we get this, you know, we get this question of when should I start training or this idea of, which I will admit mostly comes from women, this mm -hmm. idea of I'm not ready to train yet. Like I'm not good mm -hmm. enough yet. And that's an interesting aspect. I just want to emphasize because just think about it. When people think I'm not good enough yet to train, that's an oxymoron. That's what training is for. It's there to help you improve. And again, good training meets you where you're at. And it can also really help you avoid learning bad habits early on. Um, Do you want to talk about some bad habits maybe? Yeah, I think footwork probably mm -hmm. is something mm -hmm. that, you know, people can develop pretty bad habits with um, mm -hmm. that can then feel really natural to do. And um, once, once a, I don't want to, well, let me rephrase this. I guess they are bad habits, but in climbing, you know, there are situations where some skill or technique or some way of moving is more appropriate than other situations. Um, but yeah, especially with footwork and especially with things like, you know, pulling too hard, like, you know, locking off early on when it's not necessarily not reading the route, like relying too much on strength mm. and not skill, which is why I brought up footwork first. Well, um, you yeah. had, you actually had a really great Instagram post the other day about a footwork technique on how to switch feet. Yeah. And man, it must have triggered a lot of people because we had a lot of comments under that post. Like, and this was a bunny hop and we call it a bunny hop where when you're switching feet, you're actually like levitating for a second. And then you like switch feet. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that's a technique. And if that's what you're always doing, you're now forgetting about all of these other yeah. footwork techniques. And, you know, like really, like we're not saying that that's wrong, but it could be a bad habit, especially as you're mm -hmm. getting into harder and harder grades. You might not be able to levitate and switch feet. You might actually need to stay in contact with the foothold the whole time as you're switching feet. Um, and so it's really interesting, like how some of these like Instagram is really interesting. We, we really trigger certain people. Uh, and if it does trigger you, maybe that's a moment to be like, oh, maybe, maybe I do that. And maybe I should consider some other techniques that I could work on. Yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting topic to get into. I don't know how deeply we want to get into this, but I think maybe this is part of this question like when are you ready to train is when you are ready to look at yourself mm -hmm. and you know improve upon that because i think a big aspect um to training is to be willing to see where you're at so you can improve and i say this because i actually do see this a lot too where um people are uncomfortable to admit that they're not good at something and I think the reel that I made triggered a lot of people I actually didn't even say don't ever bunny hop like I bunny hop we all bunny hop it's there's an appropriate time for that and also I'm not a perfect you know climber like I make you know I make inefficient moves sometimes but the reel was just about improvement like what are some more efficient ways of switching your feet right and so I think when we think about training and just wanting to improve we first have to be willing to say oh yeah, I have these bad habits or yeah, I'm not very strong in this. And I think it's it's sad 
to me sometimes when we work with people and they get very self-conscious and are very mm. down on themselves when they can't do certain things or they don't can't put a lot of weight on when they do certain exercises and I still talk to people about this how it's okay that's why we're here if people were already able to do all of this we wouldn't be training but it's really important to be willing to see yourself where you're at and that's yeah. where you're going to make the most improvement and yeah I see this a lot of people get defensive and I think you know on Instagram or in real life and I do think a good coach though I think um provides some space for that too because of mm. course it's uncomfortable to talk about your own weaknesses and to admit that you're not very good at something you know mm. mm-hmm. so especially if you're already decent at something <laughs> you know? yeah and and we'll go over kind of like some of these strategies and like basically like how to get started on a training program in another episode. Um, But I think that that point that you brought up of like, if you are going to start training or wanting to improve, you really do need to have the ability to self-reflect and self-analyze as well as self-criticize. And that's all part of it. And, you know, there's never any wrong. There's nothing wrong you know, with you as a climber or how maybe your climbing sessions are structured. It's more just about let's optimize. Let's make it a little bit better today than it was yesterday. Yeah. And one thing that I kind of want to add to this, I don't know why I thought of this, is that sometimes or often how we have seen um, putting people on training plans actually often means doing less and not doing more and so sometimes people also think oh if I start if I now climb all this stuff you know four times a week four hour sessions and now I want to start training no way you know that's too much I don't even have the time for it but I think there's sort of like two big camps that we see when it comes to climbing training one camp is actually people who do so much and then when they get on our training plans they're like wait what that's all I need to do which was definitely me and I still mm-hmm. have a hard time not doing too much. Um, but sometimes training actually means just putting focus in. And actually, it can mean doing less, but seeing bigger gains. Um, I always love analogies. I'm going to bring one. Let's say the balloon analogy. That's one of my favorite ones. It's true for training, too. When you blow up a balloon, you want to blow it up to just the right you know, um, amount. You don't want to blow it up too far. It's going to just pop and break. And our bodies are like that, too. So more is not always better, right? When we train, we want to just put just the right amount of training um, structure in. But then there's also people who um, maybe need the structure of a training plan in order to be more consistent and Mm -hmm. to to get the things done that they set out to do and to have that accountability. So two different camps, but sometimes training actually could mean doing less. Yes. More focused, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was definitely there, actually. I I definitely had to dial it back because I have had many, many injuries. And finally, I was like, it must be my volume. And it was. <laughs> well, you're speaking to the right person. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, let's, um, I'm just looking at my notes here. So one, one last point that... 
I would like to talk about is advantages of training like earlier in your climbing career. And, you know, we'll just say career. But the reason why it is good to start kind of early with some structure is again, like it kind of goes back to the bad habits. Like when you put some structure into your climbing, you do start to see yourself in different ways. And this could be now you're looking at your own climbing footage. So anytime that you go to the gym, you're going to take some video and then you're going to look at it. Uh, You're also going to learn how to do some basic strength training. And when you can do that early, then it just kind of like snowballs into, uh, you know, a really athletic body. And that has to be a starting point. And the earlier you can start that, the better off you're going to be in five years from now, 10 years from now. And, and the thing that I love about climbing, it is a lifetime sport. You know, like tennis actually for me was like, I thought tennis was going to be a lifetime sport as well. But at competition, it's just really not. But you can you can do these sports for a long time. And that's not true for all sports. And that's a very unique thing about climbing. It's so joyful as well. Um, and for us as coaches, you know, like one of my firm beliefs is trying to be as healthy and feel really strong for as long as possible. And, you know, as you get older, you're going to have more aches and pains, you're going to lose mobility, you're going to lose, you know, bone mass. But again, like if you start early, you're actually going to mitigate a lot of those things that are going to happen down the road, because you figured so much out by that point. Yeah, I really love that you said that. That was actually also going to be my last point. Just the general strength aspect. Like I would ask this question, well, when is it the right time for you to become a stronger human and be more healthy, right? And I think a lot of training plans nowadays, not just ours, but you know, across the board, most coaches nowadays offer general strength as part of climbing strength because it's the foundation. A strong and healthy body will be able to climb better for longer. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me because there's definitely people who wonder when they should start training for climbing. But there's not that maybe many people necessarily who wonder, well, when could I go to the gym and just lift weights at the gym? You know, Mm -hmm. most people don't think they need to be good enough just to go to the gym. Of course, there's still like this barrier of maybe feeling self-conscious to go to the gym the first time and things like that. So I think we're going to have an episode pretty soon coming out on kind of like getting started on a training plan that includes some of these um, topics of what to do during your first session, you know, at the gym. Because I think some people can feel lost when they go to the gym for the first time and don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, but anytime, in my perspective, in my books, anytime is a good time. I would say now is a good time to start becoming a stronger, healthy human being. Yeah. That's something you care for. Yes. Which Absolutely. is certainly our philosophy. Our mm-hmm. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sweet. cool. I love that we sort of had the same point to wrap up yep. with. Yeah. And we'll definitely like go deeper into training plans here very soon. Um, But again, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see y'all on the other side. Bye. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you are liking this podcast, please take a moment to rate us on any platform that you're listening uh, to this on. So that could be YouTube or Spotify. Uh, And if you're looking to train as a busy human, if you are a parent and you don't have a ton of time, but you want to train, uh, we've got you. You know, we have a climbing training membership that is called Stronger Together, and we help busy people like you feel better, get stronger, and climb harder with the minimal amount of training and a solid support coaching system. So if you want to sign up for the next round, you can go to modusathletica.com forward slash stronger together. Thanks again.